0: Start Bubble
1: Audio. Hi, and welcome back to Supergirl TV Talk. This is the podcast where we talk to you about the CW's hit show, Supergirl. I'm Frank, and back from
0: the Phantom Zone is my very good friend, Tim. Hello, everyone. I have not been found guilty. And I am, I am here, and I am back to talk, Supergirl. Thank you for having me return. I am sorry that I was delayed two episodes, but I am back for the season, hopefully, baby. Yeah,
1: baby. You're back, baby. Mm-hmm. We are so glad to have you back, bud. Uh, I've been keeping the seat warm for you.
0: Uh Not going to answer you how. Uh, We've been keeping a little blue book ready for you. Thank you very much. I just want to back up for a second. It sounds like I was actually on trial for a second. If people don't understand, that was a reference to Superman the movie. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Everything's fine. (laughs) <laughs> he, is not, he has not been found guilty because there was nothing to find him guilty of No, everything's fine I'm okay I'm okay I'm okay Alright, so just making sure Okay, had to clear that up I said it and I was like, wait a second just, that, sounds, like, that, that sounds terrible That has certain
1: connotations,
0: that let's sounds, be careful That sounds <laughs> terrible I've never been, clear in, that up. been in a courtroom in my life So <laughs> it's okay Even jury duty, I just skirted right by it The courtroom, not jury duty. Yeah. All right. (laughs) This is going terribly. (laughs) (laughs) A
1: couple weeks away from the microphone and you just got your foot in your
0: mouth. What is happening to me? Oh, my goodness. What is
1: going on? Why don't we just do some
0: mail so I don't have to talk (laughs) for a little while?
1: (laughs) Let's do some mail. Oh, uh, man. Uh, uh, you know, I, before we hop into the mail, I want to say, um, let everyone know that if you're interested in checking out Stark Expo Live and hanging out with me and all the guys from Starkville's House of L and Geek Out Loud and with Brian Austin Green and all the other great podcasts uh, in it will be in Atlanta. This uh, it'll be on September 1st. We have officially have a date. Uh, you can get all the info. Tickets are going to be going on sale very, very soon. In fact, by the time you're listening to this, they may even already be on sale. That's right. Whoa. That's right. So, yeah, yeah, that is that is how close we are. Uh, so uh, if you want to get your tickets, get some get some info and get tickets. It's all for charity. It's all for generosity.org. Uh, it's all for a great cause. There are VIP tickets available uh, if you want to – uh, actually, hang out with us, uh, and, and
0: who wants to hang out with you? Well, I do. I do. I
1: want to. Let me put there. it this way: If you want to hang out with Brian Austin Green, then there's VIP tickets available. we would be writing uh, to you? Yeah, no one was hanging out with me. But but yeah, if you want to hang out with Brian Austin Green, uh he'll be there and he'll be we'll be podcasting live. And uh it will be a splendid time and with all proceeds benefiting at generosity.org. So it should be um it should be a rousing, wonderful, uh wonderful time. So join us at Switchyards Downtown Club in Atlanta on September first at six thirty PM for all details. Uh you can head on over to StarkvillePodcast.com dot com slash expo. That's where all the details are. I'm putting a link in the show notes, but just wanted to call that out. It is a night of podcasting for charity and uh and you'll get to meet some uh, some pretty cool people too so I think that is very much worth your time. But you know what else is worth your time? Is sending us emails at supergirltvtalk at gmail.com. And you guys always, always do that. And we thank you, thank you, thank you so much for doing that. Uh, so let's let's take a look at what some of those emails say. So Angela emailed us about In Search of Lost Time, and she says, Oh my goodness, uh, this episode had something for everyone. Kara finally had her say with Monel, right, when she told him that he was just being a big jerk and she gave her heart to a big jerk. Mm-hmm. Reality check with everyone touched by dementia, tears and more tears. That's very, very true. Mm-hmm. Lena Luther being an awesome friend to Sam and a genius related to science. That's true. Check and check. Lena balancing being loyal to one friend and being honest with another. That's true because uh, she couldn't fully couldn't fully tell James, you know, everything that was going on with Sam. So she kept that part to, to herself, but but still was a good a good loyal friend to Sam. Uh, the Danvers sister supporting super dad and super granddad. Uh, I saw a lot of people on Twitter lately calling Jean Space Dad because he's basically Alex's Space Dad. He is Space Dad. I love mm-hmm. that. I love that. It's he's, it's he, very he's,
0: true. He's an alien George Jetson. But he weren't. is. He is. Yeah.
1: Oh no, my Space Dad. Space Dad.
0: Uh. uh yeah. still They were still on Earth, but they were still fine. on Earth. But he's fine. from space. That's right. So there you go, Meet George Jetson. Uh,
1: excellent fight Meet scenes. John
0: Jones. Dun, 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 dun. Here's Sean Jones. <laughs> ah,
1: there you go. Uh, Yeah, it had the uh-oh moments when the aliens were released and how Kyler just continues to bring it every week, what a blessing Carl Lumbly has been and how he brought it this episode, and how Supergirl writers can write multi-layered stories well in just one episode. Mm-hmm. Very true. Very, very true. I love everything, everything Angela had to say. I think, yeah, absolutely. Like... It's it's so it the, the actors were firing in all cylinders in that episode and the story it touched on some very sensitive themes. Absolutely. Uh,
0: yeah. Um You mean last but, week's episode? you mean last week's last episode? Last week's
1: episode, yeah, with the dementia stuff and I you know, we we talked a little bit, Scott and I talked about how we both have, you know, family experience with that, and so it it it, it really it was really touching um to see them handle it in such in such a way. So uh, that that for me was one of the one of the big takeaways and yeah then like badass moments like the aliens getting escaping and stuff like that it it had everything everything you want not to mention you know Monell and his costume um, some amazing amazing stuff there so I love it I loved it um, I want to also read this email from Daryl uh, Daryl says Lena is the smartest person in National City. Every episode where she isn't told the truth is an insult to her character. I feel the only reason they gave Kara that line last week about the cape getting in her way was to invent a reason to give her more scenes with Monel, since I rarely have ever seen her cape getting in the way in all three
0: seasons. That's, yeah, that's kind of true, Daryl. That is true. That is true. I, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Absolutely. I actually, it's, I've, I didn't really think of it because anytime I, people talk about capes and superheroes and, how they're no good? I just think of the Incredibles. No capes. No capes. Me too. Did
1: you make Me that too. joke last
0: week? I honestly didn't listen to the episode.
1: I don't remember if we did. I definitely thought it. I don't remember if I said it out loud. Well,
0: no capes. I want to support the show when I'm not here, but I, I, I wasn't. I watched the two episodes I missed until recently, so I couldn't listen to the show. So yeah, fair, fair. I can't build off of anything, Frank. I can't build. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not I'm not my name's not Bob, Frank. I can't just build. you're not things. Bob the builder No, 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 I can't do it, Frank. no, I know <laughs> yeah,
1: I know, I know it's okay. It's okay. you don't need you don't need to build. you can just you can build on the three years of podcasting we've done together. That's all I ask. That
0: sounds just, great. Just build
1: on our legacy. I can, can do, do that you can call it. yeah, sure
0: yeah. I can do that for you. Sure. sure. oh yeah. oh yeah, but the oh. last two the last two episodes were good just as they, a, they've been really good they've been really yeah. strong it's been really strong coming back um after so much time off i've been you know it's funny when like uh, something that you commit yourself so much to goes away you're kind of like Well, oh, like uh, it's kind of peaceful and mm-hmm. everything but then as soon as it comes back you're like oh i missed it so much i know right like god not just the podcast but even just the show like I missed you, people, and your characters, and your lives, and your terrible, terrible drama that I <laughs> hope never becomes my life. <laughs> <laughs> never, ever, please. Yeah, uh, um, I know it's a while back, but Laurie Metcalf, yes, like so happy that she's part of the Supergirl universe now. So great, right? Because I, I love Laurie Metcalf hardcore. So I am. I was pumped. When she was on there, and I was pumped, she wasn't the bad guy.
1: Yes, I know. I was. I was convinced she might be, and I was. I was, I was glad expecting that she was not. Toy
0: Woman, and it, right. I'm super glad it didn't go in that direction. I love it. Fantastic. Anyway, I, I was. Please continue. I, I loved that. I love that. Well, I think that
1: actually kind of ends uh, ends the the mailbag for now. So people can send us stuff at Supergirl TV Talk at Gmail um, But t- Tim, since since you weren't here the last couple of weeks, did you have any other stray thoughts that you wanted to share with us, or uh, do you want to get into the recap?
0: Uh, actually, I don't really have any stray thoughts that I can think of. I'm su- super glad to see Monel in his classic Monel costume, which I guess we can we can kind of we can talk about as. Um, I guess we can just talk about when he shows up in, in this episode, um, but I didn't take notes on the past two episodes, so one, my notebook is incomplete. Sure. Uh, I'm okay with that. It's fine. My OCD isn't going to bother me, mm. uh, but um, I don't think so. I think I'm sure you guys covered everything that I would think of because cool, cool. I'm not very original. So anyway, Supergirl <laughs> season three, <laughs> Supergirl. Season I, I, three, would, I would I would argue with you on that part, but I'll, I'll, I, I'll let it go. Let me just be humble, Frank. <laughs> All right. Supergirl, season three, episode sixteen of two minds, premiering on April thirtieth, twenty eighteen. Directed by Alexandra Alexandra LaRoche, written by Gabriel Alanis and Anna Muskie Goldwyn, a wonderful duo. They, they are, delivered.
1: and sadly Anna's leaving the show. We we just recently uh found out. She she tweeted it like just a few days ago that uh, that she's her time with Supergirl is done. So this might be one of her, if not her last episode,
0: one of her last that is so sad and so crazy to me because she has been such a staple and i will miss her
1: from the start yeah
0: hmm indeed all right so you ready to get uh ready to get going here let's do this, it uh... all right well the mayor's in trouble frank the mayor
1: oh because, no did he eat a
0: bad cookie i mean <laughs> he might have I'm trying to think of a doctor horrible lyric right now <laughs> but I can't do Wait, it for mayor? some reason. Yeah. Am I forgetting bad one? Whores, bad horse, bad horse, bad horse, bad horse. He rides across the he nation, the, the thoroughbred of sin. He
1: got the application yeah. that you just sent in. Needs evaluation. He needs evaluation, evaluation so let the games begin. The games begin. A, sure, a, force, and a, nice a murder, murder would, would be nice, of course. Of course but horse, horse, but horse. Horse,
0: he's bad. The evil league of evil is evil watching. So, is be watching, so beware. The do be will be last we swear. So make the, the bad horse lethal or, or he'll horse, make, make you his horse, mare. mare. Oh mare! Yes, We just went through that whole song to get to the last to three words. It's not even the right kind of mare. It's the wrong kind of mare. You don't even really say it the right way, nor is it spelled the same. Nope. But you did remember Are, that it sounded kind of similar. Yeah, in that, in aren't, you glad, aren't you glad I'm back? I'm so glad.
1: <laughs> well, you know what we did not have enough of the last couple weeks was music. We did not, not do enough singing. Thing, yeah. And this just uh, brought it back. This made up for all of the missed singing. Thank you.
0: Thank uh, you, my friend. Welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. That was... I haven't even... I uh, haven't even read the first thing in my notes whew. yet, so I'm going to get going. I'm back, baby. So, <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> so so the mayor's office is in trouble. Nosebleeds everywhere. People are getting sick. It's all very sad. Meanwhile, the DEO, they're poking a pigeon, and they're like, this pigeon's dead. And everyone's like, wow. Oh, wait, no. It's, 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 it's pestilence. pestilence. We're not just... We didn't just run out of things to do with the DEO. It's okay. <laughs>
1: well, we saw we saw the the pigeon, the pigeon like fall and die in front of them last week. So it's I remember it's I like remember. oh, no. Oh, here we go.
0: Bad yeah. bad See, stuff. That, I remember I was watching it and they were like, "It must be pestilence." And I was like, "Wait, well, yeah, that or the Earth's core stopped moving?" <laughs> I saw that movie. <laughs> um, One or the other, you know, whatever. Turns out it was pestilence. I was. right. Turns out. So the Legion so kindly reminds everybody that the cure for blight for this disease is in their DNA, and so they have to extract all of it. And Imra is like, yeah, we can do that, but I'm going to kill pestilence. It's like, happening. I'm going to I'm gonna kill. I'm gonna kill. And Supergirl is like, that's a no-go for Supergirl. I'm not about the killing. And Imra is like, you know what? I'm not really either, but it doesn't matter yeah. because this has to be done. What has to happen is- has to happen. Indeed. And so Brainiac 5 comes in, and he's all like, Human. hey, I'm Brainiac 5. I'm not wearing makeup anymore. Um, and and they're all like, what are you doing? He's like, I have an image inducer because I tried to buy stuff at the supermarket and people were scared.
1: <laughs> I know. So h-
0: how do you feel about the image inducer? I think there's a re- couple reasons for it. One, the actor doesn't have to sit in makeup. Yep. Um at that, that long. So one, they're kind of saving money if you think of sure. it that way. Yes. They because sure he are. looks like a regular person Two, there. I wouldn't call it an outcry, but his makeup look, what like his real brainiac five look people didn't really take to. Yeah. Didn't it lo- didn't get, didn't it wasn't,
1: love. it wasn't universally beloved. I feel like they probably made that decision before those episodes aired though. Right. So even though it was like nine, 10, Twelve weeks ago, whatever it was, they they may have already made that decision.
0: It's possible. I think it was like get a couple episodes of him looking like Brainiac Five, then get the rest of them looking like yeah. a regular. Team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Either way, I'm I'm fine with it. I like that. Um, that Wynn just what everyone was confused on who it was, but Wynn's like, "Hey, Brainiac." Yeah, I know. I love like, that. See, Image like, are cool. Wearing... Can I on Halloween? Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> I was like, well, he's wearing a Brainiac thing, and his hair is in the same style. Yeah, but. It did actually take me getting used to because his human look, his regular actor look is so different mm. from his brainy look like the hair's the same and stuff. But you get used to the blue, bluish green skin, sure. blonde hair. It's just a um. so I have to when he's like acting like brainy, it didn't feel quite right to me. It felt like I was watching the actor do brainy as opposed to watching brainy. It's act, like you're watching a sense. rehearsal or something. Kind of, yeah, but I'll, I'll get used to it. That's just that's just me. Um, lots of sick people, all of that stuff. We head over to we head over to. Um, oh goodness, Lena and Sam and and Sam is Sam. Is still, I noticed that too. Sam. I
1: noticed that too. She's like Sam. Oh, Jesus, Sam. Mary, and Joseph, Sam, Joseph.
0: Sam, Sam, Ham. It's like Ham, Sam, Ham, <laughs> Ham. It's like Ham. Oh, Sam. Every time she said Sam, I was like, oh, M- Mr. Frodo. <laughs> like, Sam. <laughs> anyway, um, Lena thinks that it's an enzyme that turns Sam into rain. And so she's like, so if we can isolate the enzyme, maybe we can make sure that rain doesn't come back. Smart, Which would be super good. And, and it's really smart. But to do that, they ha- she has to electrocute Sam and be like, okay, I have to cause you some real damage because that will make... Rain come out and that's when I can study her and make the enzyme. And Sam was like, do it, because I've got to save Ruby and stuff. Like I'm a good person and I'm gonna save my daughter and also other people. Can I get so on, the, my, so, on
1: my pedantic soapbox for a second?
0: Oh my god, please do. <laughs> You're like, Oh
1: here we go. Here it goes. Um this is a thing Mr. that always Mr. pedanticism, Mr here we go. Ped- pedanticism, yep.
0: This is actually just the Mr. Rambling coming that's out. That's
1: actually very true. Um. <clears throat> here's the thing.
0: Mm-hmm. They,
1: they Sam did say electrocute, and the thing about um,
0: that, I'm sorry. Hold on, can I stop you for a sure. second? Sure. It's Sam. Sam. Now continue.
1: Sam <laughs> <laughs> did say, "Sam, I missed you." Sam did did say, "Um, that that she needed to electrocute her." But here's the thing: is that the word electrocute is uh is like electric. And execute. So if you got electrocuted, that means you're dead. That's what the word electrocute mm. means. And we use it wrong all the time. Like, all the time in, in just const- in common English usage. We say electrocute when we mean, like, electric shock. We'd say, oh, yeah, I got electrocuted. No, if you were electrocuted, you'd be dead because it means you were executed by electricity. You don't go around saying, like, oh, I got executed when, like, really, you mean like someone hit you? Like, that's not what that means. Hmm. So that's, that's my true. pedantic soapbox. I will now get off my pedantic soapbox.
0: Well, box. that's pretty good. I didn't drown. I was hydrocuted. You're right. <laughs> I, yeah. Ex-
1: exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, you were right. <laughs> I was hydrocuted. I was hydrocuted in the ocean the other day. Did you Crazy. Catch that? Whoa. Um,. All joking aside, yeah. you are absolutely correct, and if Lena is as smart as she is supposedly as she should know something like that, I'm disappointed in her. Mm.
1: Mm. Yeah,
0: well. She's no longer my favorite Luther. Well, there you go. Bye-bye. Yep. Bye. Oh, well, goodbye. No, I'm just kidding. She's still the uh, best. Oh, yeah, I agree. So electric shock needs to happen. Mm. I'll, I'll change for you. Thank you. And I, I wasn't the, yelling at was, you, like, I was which, yelling at at the show, but I know but. you I know you weren't I know you weren't. Um so but then that causes Sam to kind of go into her consciousness, into her, you know, her subconscious. And in there is rain and they have this like a tete almost, mm-hmm. you know, this yeah. you know, duel of the fates, you know duel of the this, tete-a-tete. Um, this um um Valjean Javert moment in the hospital, you know, like we meet again at last, you know, that kind of moment, yeah. So on and so forth. I know it's, it's great. Good. It's good, but not a, not a lot happens in that conversation. Not really. So anyway, um, the DEO is at the is at the mayor's office or at City Hall. The mayor's office, Monsieur
1: le Mayor. Le Mayor. I'll be in your office
0: now. Yes, yes. I don't know why the mayor's joke. The is mayor's a thing jokes even. are everywhere but that was good cuz I referenced lame is really briefly and you were you in the same song yeah. that's song i know song. i know oh, we are in the same wavelength my friend that is very good so all these patients are scratched and they're like oh well at least it's not airborne so let's take off these masks based on this one hypothesis that we haven't tested seems legit i guess we don't need the, we don't need these anymore <laughs> right um so uh meanwhile this one doctor grace dr grace don't know what her last name is um is like, hey, if this isn't contagious, you all need to like get to the hospital and blah 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 and like do this this and this and this and Win is like, I don't have a retort, <laughs> for that. and I whatever he said. But instead, um, let's flirt. Not, that's right. She was not being a helpful doctor. Um, but while Jean and Supergirl are like, okay, let's do this without anybody panicking. Imra throws up a force field and is like, everybody panic. We're in a we have a we have a problem here. It is my professional opinion that now is the time to panic. What's What's that from? Thank you. Thank you very much. So the tension is high. This tension is too damn high. Too damn high. Rain. We go back to Rain and Sam, and it's bit this like split personality, you know, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde kind of confrontation, Mm. you know, where Sam is you know, I'm a good person, and Rain's like, you're weak, but, you know, all the stuff, back and forth, so on and so forth. I did feel like their conversation, like, they kept going back to it, but I felt like it was kind of the same conversation every it kinda time. It kind of was, yeah. It was sort of one note. It didn't feel like there was
1: any depth or
0: sensitivity
1: Well, there to, just wasn't any growth, happen- or there wasn't any, like like, arc to those conversations. It was just sort of, like, the same thing over, like be bad no ruby
0: i'm gonna kill ruby no don't then be bad no Mm -hmm. like it's kind of just that in circles yeah could have done it could have done it in one conversation yeah 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 maybe felt like it was one conversation and they may they split it they split it up within the episode but didn't feel mm -hmm, quite yeah mm -hmm. that's okay um so, but um, Monel and Imra, meanwhile, are on the Legion ship, and they're just getting their DNA analyzed and all this stuff, and they're having a little bit of a marriage spat, just a little bit, a little, um, little bit, because Monel has always been slow, apparently. Yeah, whatever that means. Um, a lot of subtext mm. there that I don't want to get into because it's touch a kids' that. show, Frank. It's not really a kids' show, but you know, kids watch it. Shirk. Sure. Like, and maybe parents listen to this in the car when kids are there, and I don't want to talk about it. Then let's then let's not. Let's just leave it. At, so he's a little slow sometimes. Okay, but you know what? I think it's he's a little bit of a slow learner. Mm. I, you know, he's not quick on the uptake. That Monell. I think he's got a big heart, and he's got a foot, a lot of feet in the right direction, but he's not the quickest bunch of grapes in the vat. Sure. If you know what
1: I mean. Yeah, that's a good analogy because yeah. of how. You know, grapes a, are known a, for a, how being fast? Quick, so that's good. Quick. Yeah, um, yeah, and you know what they say about big hearts?
0: Um, lots of blood sure. flow. Yeah. No, I don't know what this. What else he got? got. Um, <laughs> it's it out. Oh, it outgrows the box that contains uh, it. Sure, um, sure. Yeah, that it grows have... three sizes. Too oh, big. that
1: sounds like a medical condition that should probably be looked at.
0: All right. Well, the Grinch is probably in mm. trouble then. Anyway. They have a spat. Possible, we find a possible world killer. Uh, this girl with red hair, uh, who's passing out cookies. Cookie and lady, stuff. and I thought I could trust her too. Cookie lady, actually, the episode I thought did a nice job at misdirect. It did because the first person you see is Cookie Lady, and and you kind of go, "Ouch, that's, that's got to be a her killer." So I thought. I thought the I thought the episode did a, a nice job yeah because I because I was I was I was I fooled. was fooled I was fooled I thought here she
1: is she's handing out her pestilence cookies and she's just gonna get everybody sick she's just like it's like your worst nightmare when you when when that one kid hands out you know cupcakes for their birthday in like third grade and it is like my mom made these cupcakes and you're like oh god how do I know there's not boogers in them this is this is terrible oh, I know so like how so do I know true. they're not pestilence cookies you know but like I'm the mayor I gotta you know Bad horse sings that I song about me. I gotta cookies. have these pestilence cookies. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want word getting around. The mayor didn't eat my cookies because he thought there was Dude, pestilence all over
0: him. I know, and we didn't even know this was a problem. I just sensed it as the mayor. That's what they elected me. Maybe to his do. nose was bleeding because
1: his like mayor
0: sense was going off. Maybe he was like, up. Oh, I smell uh-huh.
1: pestilence in these cookies.
0: Mm. Does that mean that like, it like does like a whinny go off? Is that like the sound of the terrible death whinny? Yeah, I'm terrible death, Winnie. <laughs> anyway, I I really enjoyed Alex's line of a world killer that bakes cookies. I yeah, expect. yeah, you know, so whatever. It's a paraphrase, but I enjoyed that quite a bit. Anyway, possible. Um, Supergirl goes to this girl's apartment. She's dead. She's got a scratch. Imra's also there, and Supergirl's like, "What did you do?" And Imra's like, "Why are you up in my face? Like I didn't do anything. Like I know I want to kill Blight and everything, but
1: get out myself. my face."
0: Yeah, like calm yourself just a little bit. I enjoyed the conversation that Supergirl and Saturn Girl had at that junction at the DEO where she was kind of like, um, oh, well, oh, shoot, I missed it. Uh, Wynn is sick, but it's okay. He's fine. He'll for be now. okay for now, right now, where they have no lead. Anyway, now at the DEO, um, I really enjoyed this conversation that that Supergirl and Saturn Girl had because Emma was like, you know, I have like I don't believe in killing either. I don't really want to kill them, but there's no other choice like we have to do it. And you know, we share the same ideals and Supergirl says, you know, you either live by your ideals or don't. You don't get to pick and choose when you can have them and when you can't. That's not the point. You just have to have them. And if you if you don't live by them, then you're doing right. it wrong. And I I liked her hard line in the sand because that's not an easy stance to make people. People wave on their people wave on their ideals all the time. Yeah, absolutely. No, that's yeah. That's not a good thing until it happens to me. And then I who who's to say what it's, I believe. it's when you're put in that you situation know. that your ideals and your principles are really tested. Right. That's right. And I think it's. It's fine to question whether you, whether your what you believe in will hold up when something happens to you, but that doesn't. But if you if you're ready to abandon your ideals quickly, then you didn't really believe them in the first place. Sure, and I, I think that's that's hugely important. Um, I, I I agree. I also think it was.
1: I think it was uh, earlier, maybe like the previous scene when Manel and Imra are having their their marital spat when they're doing like the blood transfusion thing, um, mm-hmm. and he he flat out says, you know, we base the Legion's principles on Supergirl, um, <clears throat> which is which is a li- you know a different take for for this show because in comics mm-hmm. it's often that that they base it on superman and they go back and find superman and and uh, when he's superboy and hang out with him and get, go on adventures with him and that they're they're inspired by his no kill policy and things like that but here in this continuity we're we're having it be supergirl is their um is their model because i mean it makes sense cuz monel is you know involved with her and and goes to the future so that's um That's pretty cool. I think that's really cool that that she is inspiring them, but it's still Imra's saying, like, I learned basically I learned not to kill from you, from your example, but you failed in in not killing this time, so it's it's necessary. I'd rather kill this one person or this couple of people rather than billions later.
0: Yeah, and that makes her argument it's really hard to argue against her point because she's coming from the future and you see like your way didn't work. Like we have, like we have proof it didn't. So I'm trying to do something different. Um, it, it's really interesting. I'll, I'll get into that a little bit later because there's a kind of a, a character split, um, between all of those things. So we go back to Rain and Sam talking to one another, and. Rain's it's a, it does a little bit of a you know join me and you know you have total freedom and all of this stuff and Sam rejects that freedom that you know she rejects immorality I guess she you know she rejects chaos she she needs order she needs family she needs love and Rain points out she's like you're stronger than mm. you should be. And I think that's that's interesting that the the vessel of Rain is rebelling against Rain more than anticipated yeah. by this cult. And I think that's going to come into play later. Uh I don't think we've seen the last of this Dr. Jekyll, and Mr. Hyde. I really think that ultimately Supergirl is going to be right, and by reaching the person, you will stop the world killers. But and I think Honestly, I think they'll be able to save Sam, but not the other two.
1: Uh, I think you're right. Yes, I think you're right. I think it is becoming increasingly clear that there is separation between Sam, Sam, and uh, and Rain. <laughs> and so, yeah, I think that our our little theory that you know maybe they'll be able to separate them out and, and save Sam, Sam uh, might be uh, might be something to it.
0: Well, I to go to skip forward a little bit when we find out that. We find out that um, the doctor is the world killer instead. And, the, and she, Grace, and she tries, Supergirl tries to get her to come out of, you know, to separate herself from the world killer. But she doesn't want to. She's like, she's she is uninterested in the person she was. She likes being the world killer where Sam doesn't. You know, I so I think that the the difference between Sam and these other two world killers is that they didn't maybe care for the people they were before or they weren't as strong of people. They weren't. They really are just vessels. They weren't. I think survive. that's it.
1: I think that they're not as strong. Uh, that to me is what's speaking to me is that like, like they're not as strong. So they're not able to put up as much as a fight as Sam is. So we see her struggling a bit more. She has more to live for. She has Ruby. You know, she's got a life. Whereas these other people, they're granted we don't know them as well, so they're being a little more two dimensional and more like, Yeah, I have a purpose now or whatever, and they're they're just weaker. Mm-hmm. But I, I I think that's what it is. They're weaker and she's stronger, and so she's fighting harder.
0: Yeah. I like that a bit I like that. So let's go backwards. And Jean and um, Supergirl and Kara are talking, and Jean says that you just have to keep trying. And, and that car is like, that is not what Yoda would say. And Jean says, well, this is where Yoda was wrong because it is all about trying. And he says every day he has the same conversation with his father and he has to keep trying. So when, so his father will have a moment of clarity will have something to fight for. And he says, just because it's hard doesn't mean it's impossible. Mm-hmm. And I think that is... That's a very clear distinction. And like You understand what, in Star Wars, what Yoda is saying. Like, don't go... Co- like, if you go in with the mindset of, like, I'll try it, then you've already yes. kind of defeated yes. yourself. You know, because you're not... You're not giving yourself enough credit to say that, like, no, I right. can do this. But that's... A, but, but Kara also believes that she can do right. this. It's it's in her to, you know it's in her to believe in herself and to believe in others. And that's that is so she is still yeah. doing. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it was an interesting it was an interesting conversation. I I enjoy when they reference other pop culture things. I think that they oh, know their yeah. audience.
1: And they're fans too. Like they're fans themselves, so it's it's you know, of course they want to reference that stuff. I like that idea of there's trying of like, oh, well, I guess I'll try, meaning like, whatever, it's not going to work, but I'll but I'll I'll, pr- I'll put up some fake effort. And then there's like, well, if you don't even try, like if you don't even make the effort, you know, then then you have already failed. And that's what mm-hmm. John was getting at is like, if you don't, you have to make the effort, you need to try in that, in that sense. And I like that. I like that little distinction of, of like, people will use that. People will throw their, I've done it, you know, throw around the, oh, do or do not. There is no try uh the yoda quote mm-hmm. but but you know you got in the right context is important because sometimes it's the difference of like i i know i can do it i just need to get out there and do it get out there and try and like that's that's what he's encouraging her to do like a true hero would
0: exactly exactly um monel confronts imra you know to be like you know you haven't really told Kara the whole truth why you you know why you want to kill pestilence and all this stuff and Imra's is like well it doesn't matter because that's what we're going to do and blah 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 and you wouldn't have come here if i told you the whole truth and blah 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 this whole conversation we've heard before and so but there's like a real the legion and its trio right now are in three separate stages Imra is we have to kill pestilence is the only way monel is the no we do not have to do that because we have to believe in supergirl it's what Everything we're founded on, also slash I still love her probably. and then, <laughs> Right. And so, and so I have to take her side because she was my first love and stuff like that. And then you have Brainy, who is kind of the – isn't even just kind of. He is the logical one between them, and he's he's all – it's just all numbers. So while they're both, this is how I feel, and they're not thinking super logically about it, Brainy is thinking only logically about it. Right, he's like, well, we have a ninety-eight or ninety-nine percent chance of of saving the universe in the future if pestilence dies, and we only have a fifty percent chance if she doesn't. So, like, let's go with the greater odds. And Monel's argument is this is not just a number thing. Like, you can't make decisions about a person's life right. just based on statistics. Right, and it's,
1: it's much more. There's much more to it than that. You can't just simply say like, oh well, these are the numbers. So like that's that's it. Like there's there's a lot of factors in play, and there's you know there's softer stuff than just
0: numbers. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. So I, I like that the trio represents these all these different sides. I think, and they chose the writers chose which characters to bring logically. I think in its own way, you know, because if you had. You know, cosmic, cosmic lad or cosmic boy, whatever. What you know, or lightning lad or karate kid or any of these stupid Legion characters <laughs> and their weird in <laughs> their weird names. <laughs> it's karate kid, isn't it? Uh, sure. Karate something doesn't matter. Um, Ralph Macchio movie. Yeah, there's a karate character.
1: Is there really a? There's actually yeah. a Legion character. <laughs> I, I thought you were making
0: a joke about the movie. <laughs> no, I'm. Like it's karate something. Ah, so I'm. Look it up while I go. Through. I will. I will. <laughs> thank, thank you. So we find out that the cure doesn't work. Wynn almost kind of goes into this. You know. Oh my conflict. God! It's Karate Kid. I was right. I'm- Yes. It's Karate right. Kid. What? How
1: is that okay? How is that allowed? Because That's amazing.
0: Jim, because Jim Shooter, the creator of the Legion of Superheroes, was 13 years old when he sold his story to DC Comics to create the Legion. So all of their really stupid names are were made by a kid, like literally just a child. Um And DC didn't know that he was a child when they hired him because he was just this freelance that sent in a story that Julie Schwartz or Mort Weisinger, whoever, like, really, like, they liked this story. And they said, great, we'll give you here, here's some money, write some more. And then Jim Shooter from his home, his parents' home when he was a kid, just wrote for DC until they finally called his home to talk story. And they were like... Hey, wait! How old are you? And he's like, "I'm 13." Okay, put your mom on the phone. <laughs> did you not know that? Did you not? I know did that not about? know that story. Oh yeah, Jim Shooter, um, 13 years old, creator of the Legion of Superheroes, Amazing. writer for DC Comics. Eventually became the editor in chief at Marvel Comics. Much well, derailed editor in chief at Marvel Comics.
1: That's that's what I know about him. I didn't. I did not know he started that young.
0: Yeah, a lot of guys, a lot of comic writers in the 60s and 70s were that young. They were either the really old, not really old, but like the veteran writers, they were in their 50s and 60s because they'd been writing superheroes since the 30s and 40s, or they were the really young group, like people being hired in their late teens, early 20s. Jerry Conway was... 21, I think, when he was brought on to be an editor at DC Comics after having written Spider-Man, including stuff like the death of Gwen Stacy when he was like 19 or 20 years old. Wow. Yeah. Crazy stuff. I know. Well, if if you're interested in more comic history, uh, t- tune into some other show that we probably have where I talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> Most likely,
1: yes. Yeah. Most uh-huh. likely.
0: Anyway, I'm getting back to Supergirl. Yeah. <laughs> The cure doesn't work. Uh, Wynn almost dies, but he doesn't, so it's okay. It's all good. Um, but Alex gets sick, and what I thought was really interesting about this scene is not Alex being sick because we've seen Alex in dire straits before, and we know she'll be okay and stuff like that. I'm not. I'm not really worried about Alex in this scene. Quite honestly, I'm like, yeah, she'll be fine. You know, she's just off the table for a little while. What I think is interesting that is Imra is emotionally compromised during that. You know ordeal. Alex is getting sick, and cars upset, and Imre is crying. And I'm like, oh, she must have lost her sister. Mm. That was like that seemed like the logic. So I'm glad I was right. As we find out later, it seemed like the logical leap. Yep. To me, like why would that particular relationship affect her? That sure. Way? Yeah. Why would it
1: impact her like that? Unless that was going on.
0: Right. Right. She wasn't upset when Wynn, you know, got got sick. So not in a way that not in the way of tears. So, very interesting. Also, I've noticed that the hospital beds in the DEO, really small. Have you noticed tiny, that? Tiny, 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 yes. When Wynn when is on the bed talking to James, he's just like, he barely, like, his arms are barely on the bed. I know. They're so small. They're so small. And he's
1: not, like, a giant man either, you know? He's not, like, an oversized,
0: like, not even close. giant,
1: giant dude. So, like, he's just, like, an average size, like, average size man,
0: not even close. I really, really enjoyed this conversation that Win had with James because we haven't gotten a lot of Win and James together this season. Yeah, that's right. And, and they were they were really tight last season because of the Guardian stuff. So I was happy to see them together and see them reacting this way. And Win was like, "Wow, I like life was going." so well i reconciled with my mom and i was getting over a lot of stuff and i was gonna be something i was gonna build a rocket i was gonna be the next steve jobs or you know space travel like elon musk and he was going to be one of those guys because he said he like by circumstance he has found a way to do good and be good and all these things and then he got sick and it th- throws everything in perspective I know. What I thought was interesting about this conversation, if you remove, like, the super heroics from everything, if if we found out that Wynn had a brain tumor or cancer or something like that, this conversation is exactly the same. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Like, you getting know, cut off in your prime. Getting cut off in your prime. Things are going your way and then... You've got to readjust your whole life, or this might be the end of your life, or something like that. I thought it was a really poignant conversation. And clearly, James was very moved by it as well um, because they don't know that he's going to be okay. Right. Um, Maybe we as an audience maybe feel that way. Maybe we're worried or we're not worried. But just like last week with the conversation about, you know, memory loss and all that stuff with Space Dad, there's. Like the show two weeks in a row or three weeks in a row have really kind of ushered this message into people that, you know, th- treasure things as they are because they might not last or like these kind. That's it's it was really it's very interesting. Like you wonder sometimes what's happening behind the scenes, mm-hmm. you know, like, why are you all writing like, this? yeah, yeah. Is everybody OK over there? Right. Is there is there an outbreak of like chicken pox? Like what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I thought like they both have to deal with these health crises, so I thought I uh, I liked that I liked that conversation a lot. What did you think?
1: Yeah, I, I I liked that very much. I thought it was. I mean, I just really loved seeing the. I love seeing the, these relationships kind of flourish. Um, I I thought it was really cool how James, you know, when when wins. When Win found out that his dad had died, like James was the one who said, "Like, you know, Win runs out into the alley behind the cantina, and uh, James, like, I, I, got this. I'll, I'll, I'll go talk to him. Like, he wants to be the one to like be there for him, and they're 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 being there yeah. for each other, uh, and they're opening up to each other, and and it's it was nice to see <clears throat> James do those things for Win. It's nice to see Win opening up to him and talking about everything that's scaring him, frankly, during during this time, and um. It, it's really cool to see that that friendship, you know, it's taking root. It's been a couple of years. They've come a long way. They started out with some jealousy over over share, you know, shared feelings for Kara. And, and now um, here we are. And they're like best best friends, basically. It's great.
0: It's cool. It's very cool. Sam rejects Rain's offer. You know, like, no, I'm a I'm a free woman and you suck and I don't want to be you, all that kind of stuff. And so Rain is like, well, I'm just going to kill Ruby then because that's the obvious, you know, that's the obvious thing that I have to do. And so Lena, Sam is very upset by all this. And so Lena really is like, look, if I brought you to Supergirl or the DEO or anything like they're going to cut you open and they're going to treat you as one person. Mm. You know, I know that Sam and Rain are two different things and you're not in control and I'm the only one that can help fix that. Do you think that's true or do you think Lena's got a bit of a Luther complex going on here?
1: I think she probably does have a little of a, of a, of a Luther complex. I mean, I think if anything Brainiac can probably, I mean, not that she can know that but I think Brainiac mm. is the other one who can fix it uh, but uh, yeah, I think there might be a little bit of Luther hubris going on there where she thinks like, only I can do this I need to be the one to save you. I need to be the one to fix this. Uh, And there may be some truth to it that she's probably one of the very few who can, but I don't know that it's uh, she's the one and only person who can do it.
0: I agree. It's a little bit of hubris. And she also says, like, I promise that Ruby is going to be safe. Um, So I'm really curious as to whether she can keep that promise, like whether that's true. Is it foreshadowing that Ruby's actually going to Get hurt? Mm. Is it, or is Sam not coming back and Lena's going to be the one to take, to, to keep Ruby? You know, like there's, there's a few things that you could read into that. I'm curious which direction the show is going to go. Um, so we actually learn that the doctor is pestilence and so they go to, they go to stop her and all these things. And Supergirl tries to reason with her. Um, but it does not, uh, it does not work out. It's so strange
1: well. when you try to reason with a supervillain uh, possessed by an alien, and uh, they don't—they uh, don't take the bait.
0: They don't take to it. Nope. She kind of reminded me of Lady Deathstrike um, from X Men with her growing nails and all that kind yeah. of thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. She could probably use a manicure,
0: a little bit, or yeah. like Nuclear Man from Superman Four. Ah, you had to bring that up. Growing nails, you know, <laughs> yeah, all that stuff. Anyway, yeah. No, this no, that's better. definitely. I'm not saying she was bad. I'm not saying no, no, she's was no, better. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah she's way better.
1: But I see the um, it's reminiscent. Yeah,
0: just a little bit. So everybody tries to stop her. Um, it's a little bit of teamwork from from Saturn Girl and mon L and who's it? What's his Valiant? Is that his name? No, Valor, Valor, Valor. Thank you. People are um,
1: calling them Super Valor. The shipper name. Super name. Valor. Super, name.
0: Su- super Super Valor. Super Valor. Oh, is that the shipper name? It's shipper Super naming. Valor. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. It's not Saturn Valor. That's really hard to say. Actually, yeah. People are not shipping the married couple together. Oddly, also. no. That, that's interesting. No, I guess they're already shipped. They've that ship has that sailed. That ship has <laughs> sailed. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, all right. So the fight was cool. Um, Supergirl gets scratched. Um, And we're like, oh, no, what's going to happen? But then Saturn Girl puts her in a bubble and sticks her with a little needle. And it's like, guess what? It didn't really work. But they were able to get some of her DNA to make a real cure. So life is okay again, sort of. High fives all around. I
1: still think it's crazy that Brainiac 5, who's a 12th level intellect, was like, oops, guys, this was the wrong cure. This was the cure for for blight, but not pestilence. Oops, sorry. And and even though he made the mistake, he was the fact that he was still like, let's just try this. Let's just try
0: this on a human subject and see
1: what could go wrong. What's the worst that could happen?
0: That is that's true. I'm going to chalk that up to a couple things. One, nobody's twelfth level intellect, so we can't write for them properly. <laughs> okay, you... sure. Um, but i I kind of equated it to being like, oh man, I have a headache. Oh well, you should probably take some like Nyquil just in case. You know, yeah. like I could have just taken an aspirin, but I went above and beyond and had yeah, all the other things overkill. at the same time. I went overkill, and it just didn't work. That way. it's not a perfect thing because Nyquil would get rid of your headache, but it was no. Also, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah, that's that's kind of how I thought of it. Still okay. not a great idea, but uh, the DNA of pestilence. Was used to make a cure, so everyone is okay. Win is already back at work, uh, to which Alex calls him a suck up, which was yeah. hilarious. I love the Win Alex interplay, and there's not tons of it as the season goes, but I, I just like the little things just make me so happy.
1: And it's just so many small, amazing little moments.
0: What what I liked about that is like Win's the last time we saw him, he's like, "I'm going to be great. I'm going to do this." thing this great thing and then so as soon as he got better he's like boom I'm doing a great thing yeah yeah you that's know? right that's right and it's I, like it wasn't it wasn't talk he like literally went to go do something
1: he's not taking his second chance for granted and he wants to do something with it I wonder if we're gonna see him you know do something more like it will he leave the DEO next season or something like that because he wants to to do a bit more I wonder
0: you know I that conversation I was actually really wondering that myself it feels that That felt like they were setting him up for something, whether that was Jeremy Jordan leaving the show or it was Wynn leaving the D.E.O. or a bigger outcome with Guardian or something. There's like but there's something going there because he hasn't really had tons to do in three seasons. Yeah, like he's had stuff and he's a good supportive player and actor, but we haven't he hasn't really progressed past that those points so, yeah
1: yeah i hope he doesn't leave the show i could i they I, I definitely i mean like he that could not. be them foreshadowing it but yeah i hope he doesn't leave
0: yeah i don't know we'll find we'll find out we will i know he misses the stage i know that i saw jeremy jordan tweet that recently or something like that that he 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 misses being on stage i'm sure he does but i'm sure he might also miss the steady paycheck of a television show i was gonna say
1: the money is probably pretty good too though yeah
0: yeah, so, who knows? Anyway, Supergirl is concerned that her instincts kind of failed her in this situation. You know, Imra tries to go for the kill shot. That doesn't really work either. And so they're both kind of at a loss. And Imra's really like, look, I didn't mean to make you, like, question yourself. That's not why I came back to the past. You know, like, you're Supergirl. You're everything. And that's that's okay. Um But we should try to explore as many alternatives as possible, I guess, you know. So I I hope this is a good reconciling for the both of them so that we can move forward together. I hope so, yeah. And solve the problem. I'm really
1: grateful that they have not done the obvious, the sort of obvious trope, TV trope of, like, making it about the man, you know, not making it about, like... Well, you're just jealous because of my husband or whatever. Like, I'm really, really glad that they didn't go there. That's a great point. I didn't even think of that. I'm so happy they didn't go there because it would be kind of terrible if they did. Um, But there were plenty of, I mean, they didn't talk, they weren't talking about the fact that she used to date Monel and now, and now, uh, Imra is married to him. Like, they didn't really acknowledge that because it's just a given and they didn't have to bring the drama to that level. And I'm very grateful that they didn't. They didn't feel the mm-hmm. need
0: to do that. I agree. I agree. And then Immer opened up about uh Praia, her sister yep. and which I, so that was good and, you know, it's all peachy keen. Right. Meanwhile, over at Elcorp, Sam senses that other world killers are on their way. Also, uh, the DEO knows that they are going there, so they um. So the so the our heroes race forward to Elcor in the secret lab, and Supergirl's like, "Hey, they're on their way, Lena. We should probably." Hey, what's Sam doing here? I know who Sam is. Why, right? is, she why is she in a cage? Why is she in a hospital bed? Why, why is she? Why is she? A, why are we doing the the things? And Lena's like, "I was gonna tell you probably someday, sort of, Maybe. but I am actually. I I know this looks bad because I'm a Luther. However, I am actually just trying to help her." just FYI but it's too late because the other world killers show up and they're all like boom I'm going to damage this holding cell from a, a door exploding prison breaks yeah and then uh that we're going to we're going to be together and then we're going to form a trio and everyone's going to be really upset and but then I'm going to shove it in your face by saying uh El Mayara and then fly uh, off that was that was such a great such, such a such great a, moment such a middle finger yes. to Supergirl. Yes. Like stronger together. Boom. See you later. Because the three
1: of them now are stronger together. The three world killers are stronger now that they're together. But what yeah, great way of putting it. What a middle finger to Supergirl of like get it?
0: I know you I know you know what this means. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Crazy. I, I loved it. Me too. But that that pretty much wraps up the episode, Frank. It was a good one. I don't think it was as strong as last week's. Um, for some things, I liked some. Of, I liked some of what we talked about with you know your chances and trying and health and all that stuff. But I, it didn't focus. The focus wasn't there the way that like in a like a true like really strong Supergirl episode. I think if it back me up here those themes would also be present with Lena and Sam in those conversations. And it wasn't here. Like that felt almost like a completely different episode, almost like a, this isn't going to really work or last. And so we're just going to write these scenes until the other world killers show up. I agree Um, with
1: that. I very much, I very strongly agree with that. Yeah. I I think that, the show is at its best when you see that sort of mirroring in in the a plot and the b plot. And this week didn't mm-hmm. really have that, so it was a, it felt a little disjointed in that way. Um, I think that I think that it was the, also kind of the
0: c plot actually, yeah. because Supergirl's the a, Immer's the b. Yeah, sure. Sam and Lena are kind of the c plot. That's here. true.
1: And and uh, yeah, that just that just it wasn't it wasn't all holding together to me like an episode like shot through the heart two weeks ago the mm-hmm. The win episode like really was powerful and uh, cohesive, uh, and this was like uh, okay, I know, a good episode, but not like sublime, like like one like that.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: absolutely agree,
0: but that doesn't mean that it wasn't good because they're all good. They're Frank. all good. There's never been there's never been a bad episode of the show. Any week I can it's...
1: watch a Superman family TV show on my uh, on my TV at home on a Monday night. It's a good week.
0: Indeed, indeed. Well, Frank, before we before we talk about the trailer, let's uh, wrap things up with things you have to say. Sounds good. Uh, well, you can find us at SupergirlTVTalk
1: dot com. You can rate and review us on iTunes, aka Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate those ratings and reviews. Tim, do you know where people can find us now?
0: They can find us now. You mean on Twitter and stuff? On Spotify. Oh, my goodness. Is that what you were talking That's about? That's what I'm talking oh, yeah, about. You yeah. You can find us on Spotify We're, we're now. now
1: on Spotify. Uh, we're on uh, Stitcher. We're on uh, all, all the places you can find your podcast, frankly. Uh, is the
0: Google Plays. The Google the Plays. Overcast. The Overcast. The Satchels. Yep.
1: It's the so many places. So much. All the places that podcasts are found, we are now available, and we are pumped about it. So uh, check us out in all those all those spots um You can also follow us at TV Supergirl on Twitter. Email us at mail at supergirl. Nope. Uh, Email us at supergirltvtalk at gmail.com. And uh, of course, check out uh, Stark Expo Live uh, if you want to do some good for charity, as well as uh, come hang out with Brian Austin Green and a bunch of awesome podcasters, see some live. Live podcasts in Atlanta and patreon.com slash Thought Bubble audio uh, to support this show and all the shows over at thoughtbubbleaudio.com.
0: Um, we would really, really appreciate that. Cool. Cool. Let's Good talk stuff. about the trailer. Let's talk about that trailer. So, they're, the world killers are together and they're causing mischief. Pretty much, end of trailer.
1: Pretty much,
0: they are killing the world. Yeah. It. it, it Trailer didn't really show a lot, like all three of them in their Fortress of Solace or whatever it's called. Solace of Sanctuary, Sanctuary, yeah, Sanctuary. Um, Solace of Sanctuary of Solace. I can't remember Fortress of Sanctuary. sanctuary. Fortress of Sanctuary. Well, that's no. It doesn't way. really roll off the tongue. No, it doesn't. Anyway, the point being, they're all together, and I'm. It looks like we're in for some hocus pocus hijinks, Frank. Hocus pocus uh, is right. Hocus pocus hijinks. That's pretty much all I have to say. Mostly because my DVR cut out before the end of the trailer. Oh bummer! And by the time of at the time of recording this, the trailer was not posted online yet, Frank. So I can't see the whole thing. However, is it looks good? I think I missed like the last, you know, like Supergirl title card. I didn't really miss. Yeah. Anything.
1: Um. I'm I'm thinking back just to I'm I'm trying to pull it up even, but um, I think you're right. It's it has not it has not been pulled up. I um. I don't think I don't think there was much to it though. It was pretty, it was pretty straightforward. It's just sort of like big. the three of them, it's, sort of like here we are, you know, united, our powers combined. Um, mm-hmm.
0: You know what you know what vague trailers usually mean? Something big is going to yeah. happen in the episode because the, and they don't want to give it away. Yeah,
1: I, I I think you're right. I think that's that's kind of what it comes down to is they don't want to give anything away. The episode is called Trinity, um, which makes sense given that we're. Um, we're seeing them. El Mayara. El, El Mayara, yeah, exactly. We're seeing them get together. Uh, so, yeah, it's we see the three of them come together. Uh, Kara talks about how they were created to do one thing, to kill the kill the world. We did see sort of a weird demon creature that kind of comes out of the shadows and kind of looks like Voldemort kind of comes out of the shadows.
0: Oh, I mean... I missed that. Yeah, it's it's actually. pretty
1: it's pretty creepy. Um here, let me send you this. I can send you this URL right here in the in our our, our chat uh, so you can see it for yourself. But it's it's pretty, pretty creepy. Um so we see that thing come out. We see some woman who seems like she's some kind of priestess. I I'm trying to remember if we saw her in the fortress before. I think we may have. Um Brainiac talks about how there's an eclipse and it's it's diminishing Supergirl's strength and, uh, there's, that's, that's kind of, that's where we leave it. So it seems like really bad timing for there to be an eclipse that, uh, right, right when we're, you know, in the middle of maybe the biggest crisis, uh, the world has ever seen. seems like pretty bad time for there to be an eclipse and Supergirl to not have her powers. So I wonder, you know, this seems like, uh, this seems like the kind of thing
0: where Superman might want to get involved, but I bet he won't. I'm gonna say probably not. Yeah. But that is that is okay. You know why? Because she's stronger than he is in spirit and in other ways.
1: That's true. That's true.
0: But together,
1: they would be stronger.
0: Stronger together, if you will. Oh my goodness, you're so right. What what a great what a what a what a crazy time this is, isn't it? Do, do you uh, see that thing? Doesn't it look like, doesn't it kind of look like Voldemort? I'm actually, um, hesitant to click on it and, and move it just so, um, fair. So my internet doesn't slow down to be fair, 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 fair. So, so I will watch it when we're done recording.
1: That's, uh, that's totally fair. I, I do. I, I do want to send you the screenshot though. Cause this thing is like, sure. Send me the screenshot. Yeah. yeah I, do I, I really want to get your reaction to this thing. Cause it's, it's creepy as I'll get out. Um, I don't know what where where do you kind of think that the season is, um, is going like how, how do you think how do you think that she like defeats you know if we know that whatever she, her her nonviolent ways aren't going to aren't going to like ultimately work according to what um according to what Imra said. So, like, what do you think happens? Like, what... Does she find some other way, like, without killing them? Like, does she banish them to the Phantom Zone or something? Like, what happens?
0: Hmm. it's a great question. I think the other world killers are going to end up perishing on their own, like, by their own actions, so nobody is... So nobody's at fault but themselves. You know okay. how like, those kinds of battles always work out? Hoisted by their own baton, all, that kind of mm-hmm, thing. Mm-hmm. And then I think Sam is going to be saved somehow. But I'm. that's my optimism, I think.
1: Yeah, I, I, I would also like to think that Sam will be redeemed somehow. Yeah. Um. But but yeah and, and, uh, yeah, and I think it makes sense that uh, that the other two roller colors would get would get wiped out, you know, by their own hoisted on their own petard, like you said. But
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Petard? Is that what it is? I think it's petard. Hmm. That makes more sense. I don't know what that is. That makes sense. That does look like Voldemort. You're right. Right? Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't know what's going on there, but it's hella creepy. Jesus. Hella creepy. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Cool. Well, all right. Well, I think that's about it for for us, Frank. Right? I think so.
1: I think so. I think that uh, that uh, Voldemort uh, nightmare fuel is gonna is gonna do it for us.
0: Uh, it is nightmare fuel. I need to actually not click on outside that window. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's horrifying. All right. Well, until next time, then, Frank. Up, up, and away.